0: Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply.
1: Live from the Twin Peaks studios, Sports Radio 610 presents Payne and Pendergast.
2: Payne and Pendergast with you. All right, Shane Steichen was interviewed as the Colts head, or interviewed, uh, introduced and interviewed. Um, as, he was interviewed. He was interviewed extensively by the media. Ursey
3: talked about how awesome the interview was.
2: Yeah, yeah, that's yeah, true. He was interviewed for the job, and then the media yeah. fired questions at him yesterday.
3: I, I talked on about a four-to-one ratio. I felt like he listened to all my questions and then my answers to my own questions yeah. very well. Ursey yeah. would be
2: that media member. If he ever had his own show, he would be the guy who asks 90-second questions. That guy. When, <laughs>
3: When Shane Steichen asked me to see my collection of guitar picks, I knew he was the guy. Bro. Right. <laughs>
2: yes. I'm, you're joking, but I feel like that was like 20% of the reason people get jobs there. So this was an interesting press conference. We're we're going to get to the money quote here in just a second where Jim Irsay basically takes his cards and turns them around and shows everybody at the table. Um, but this was the the first thing that I saw on Twitter Was Jim Ursay just casually dropping in pops possibly possibly why Shane Steichen made so much sense um because of their quarterback plans for the upcoming offseason.
4: What we learned um in the end was that we just felt that that Shane um had a lot of that offensive magic, which is hard to find in this league. It's offense in my mind can be a little more complex and takes a longer time to develop, uh, knowing that we're going to have to find a young quarterback to develop. Um, that's a key factor, but he had to show the leadership. He had to show that he has a presence and, and boy, did, did he, um, come through in that with, with his interview.
2: Okay. So there, there's two things going on here, Seth. There's two things going on in that quote. One we'll get to in a second, which is, um, Jim Ursae, basically saying that offense is the reason we hired Shane Steigen. Just put that to the side. He directly mentions that they're going to be developing a young quarterback.
3: Yeah, that's what, knowing that we have to find a young quarterback. I mean, yeah. so. so I'm going to I'm gonna end up disagreeing with you on a couple of these things, but I think I agree with you there. I think in that moment, because in, in his mind, he was in you know interview mode and recounting the interview. Yeah, that, I don't think he was in draft mode and And I think he kind of played that hand a little bit there that okay, yeah, we want a young guy we want yep. to, we don't want to we, they've been messing around with old retreads of for course. four years now. yeah they've got they've got to find somebody young. They, yeah. That's
2: not a secret they need to find somebody young. Yeah. I thought it was interesting if you watch the press conference and go find that quote, go watch Ursay watch Ursay saying that when he yeah. says that developing a young quarterback thing, Ballard, Chris Ballard, the GM who's sitting to Ursay's left, his head immediately shoots and looks at Ursay immediately like go look it shoots 90 degrees looks Boy, right at him okay. when he says that
3: yeah but see now i want to give I, i'd like to think ballard is actually pretty smart and crafty so for him to openly show his emotion like that i feel like that might be a little bit of smoke could be the i'm just i'm, I, I'm, I'm I, just describing what everything. i saw yeah 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 yeah, yeah. Uh,
2: this was interesting though because uh, we're going to get to the money quote here in a okay. second but but Ursay saying that Offense was the reason. Offense is about magic. Offense is, you know, what the game is all about. So all the things, you're developing a young quarterback. Ballard was asked right after that, so was handling quarterbacks important in picking Shane Steichen? Is it an added bonus? Yes. Um, was it the final defining factor? No. Um, we went into this. We wanted to get the best fit for us and for the Colts organization, and and Shane fit that, and now that, you know, I mean, look, we interviewed from defense to offense to special teams, I mean, we had a real from young to older, I mean, we had a very diverse group here, and Shane kind of checked all the boxes. Okay, so that was, I mean, that was another form of the question, where Ursay said that was the defining thing, his ability to handle quarterbacks and construct an offense, Ballard, kind of tamped it back a little bit and said it wasn't the deciding thing. It certainly helped yeah. him. He checked all the boxes. I feel like Ballard, and we're going to hear this in the next cut, I feel like Ballard sits at these press conferences with Ursay and inside, in his mind, is rolling his eyes a lot, is thinking, shut up, Jim. Shut up, Jim.
3: Yeah. Be quiet, Jim. I, uh, yeah, I, yeah. I, I tend to think that, yes, he thinks that, and understandably so, but I also think, with the Colts, there's some value sometimes in just having a guy who's perceived as so erratic and Jim say that you really can't deduce exactly what he's thinking. Yeah. So like, sometimes that's a, the most dangerous thing is somebody that's unpredictable sometimes. So I think Ballard's overthinking it a little bit. Okay. I, I think the fact that once they, once people start talking about it, they'll convince themselves eight different ways, which way people are, which, which, which uh, direction a team is going in the draft.
2: All right, here's the one that had everybody talking yesterday from Jim Ursay, where he makes direct mention of one of the specific quarterbacks in this draft. This is Jim Ursay taking his cards at the poker table in the eyes of many and turning them around and showing them to everybody.
4: We're not hiding, you know, no one can shy away from the fact what quarterback means in this league and how we have to look going forward where, where Shane and Chris really you know, dig into this draft and really see where you're at. Do you stay put? Do you trade up? You know, there, there's many things you can do. Uh, they took Jalen in the second round. So, trade um, yeah, a trade back. So, um, he likes that'll picks. Be a, that'll be a Twitter <laughs> freaking clone He, he likes picks. Uh, <laughs> uh, uh, although the Alabama guy doesn't look bad, I tell you. Huh? Um, but, uh. Uh, it'll be it'll be exciting, and I think that shows um, that we have talent here. Those games, so we're looking forward to, um, to Shane really coming in and utilizing that talent. All right. I, I think you're, I think
3: you're, I think, you know what I think you're doing? What? I think you're not giving Ursay enough credit for actually being a cogent human being. I mean, like, I, like, I thought in that moment he was clearly, like, making a joke about how you don't want to play your hand, you know, you want to show that you're able to do anything. Cause he gave that look to Ballard, like, he heard everybody laughing, he looked at Ballard, he's like, ah, or that Alabama kid looks pretty good. If I were, if I were gonna try to be, uh, to try to, guess exactly what he was doing in that moment if he was trying to throw out smoke it would be that look he's got a history with quarterbacks getting banged up and injured either by way of their neck or by way of Andrew Luck his entire body and and he I don't think he likes Bryce Young I think he likes CJ Stroud but if the Texans want to go ahead and spend a bunch of their draft capital trying to trade up because okay. they're paranoid about the Colts going to get bryce young then he'll throw that out there so i just that he the look he gave ballard was kind of like yeah i get it i get it yeah we don't want to let anybody know what we're gonna do
2: so you think that was gamesmanship on the part of jim ursay
3: yeah games half gamesmanship half him just kind of poking fun at himself about just how they you know were like they want to be sure that They want to be sure that nobody knows exactly what they're thinking about. Okay, okay.
2: See, I feel like if I were sitting at a poker table and I looked at the table and said, which of these guys is most likely to just blurt out what his hand is at the poker table, Jim Ursay is a minus 800 favorite to be that guy at the poker table. I
3: feel like if they genuinely like Bryce Young, if they genuinely like Bryce Young and Ursay said that. I think Ballard has to quit <laughs> on the spot. I think that. Uh, I think you've been saying to that say, like, for like two months. That's it. No, I, what's that? We've been saying that for two months since they hired Jeff Saturday. I've been oh, saying Ballard, Ballard needs to quit, quit on the yeah. spot. Yeah. yeah. Um, except that, except that, because Ursay's so crazy, nobody exactly knows what they <laughs> what they're thinking right now. Yeah. Um, I think, like, for him to like seriously think about it. If you step back away from it and let go of any of your preconceptions about Ursay or anything else, like what in saying that the kid from Alabama looks pretty good, does that really is that different than anybody else's opinion? Like every single scout in the NFL thinks that Bryce Young looks pretty good. That doesn't mean you want to trade up for him or that you prefer him over CJ Stroud. There's some, there's some scouts out there that really like Bryce Young but that they are genuinely concerned about his size. They might like Bryce Young a little bit better as a football player, but they just like C.J. Stroud as a guy that fits the template more.
2: I agree with everything you're saying about the scouting reports. None of them are blurting it out on a meandering two-minute answer at a press conference unprompted. Nobody yeah. asked him, How? Yeah. what do you think of Bryce Young? He's just sitting there blurting and blabbering on and on about how awesome Shane Steichen is and trading up and trading back and trading this and trading that, and, okay. and out, out of nowhere it goes, the kid from Alabama is pretty good,
3: huh, Sean. He's addled, but he's addled like a fox. Okay, and that's all I wanted to hear you say. Every time you, you... think he's cagey, I, I don't think. <laughs> that's what what you are saying, saying. In, a, in a weird way? Yeah, okay. Okay. I think he knows. That people, I think he knows that people look at him kind of like Ozzy Osbourne, okay. um, and just and that yes. he, I think he goes with it sometimes. Yeah.
2: Uh, what did you think of Steichen's performance in this press conference? Which I will point out was led into by with a five minute to seven minute not I call it a speech. He had a, he had a bunch of things written down in front of him of people he was thanking, which I think is good. Gratitude is a good thing. But, boy, he was sobbing throughout yeah. the entire five to seven
3: minutes. They needed to play the Oscars music at some point yeah. and to get him to stop thanking people and to stop crying and just get on with it. I, I felt like this was another one where I, sometimes, like, when I watch first-round draft picks, I'm like, okay, dude. All right, this it's cool, and you just got a lot of guaranteed money. But this is just the beginning. Like, you didn't. This is not a lifetime achievement award just now that you that you won. Like, you've got a lot of work to do. You really haven't. You really haven't proven yourself one bit yet. Uh, I, I felt a little bit like that. Like, Saiken felt like this is the culmination of his career yeah. rather than just the beginning. So oh. uh, he was a little too sobby and teary. Andy is. He, uh, it's a. a, a I was done with him by the end of it. I felt like about three three minutes into him, like, ah, this guy's done. No I, way.
2: I like that my head coach just spoke from the heart and didn't need a piece of paper in front of him. You know, yeah. D'Amico is just a genuine dude who's up there speaking from the. He knows who to thank. He doesn't need a piece of paper to remind him who to thank. He's just up there thanking the thanking all the people that are important to him. He's got a yeah. big smile on his face. He's not yeah. sobbing. You know, like I I understand like. I understand the emotion of that moment probably, but yeah, like they probably should have, like eventually, like five minutes into him crying, they should have, like, okay, let's, come on, let's get to the questions. <laughs> was it was really here. five to seven it minutes. It felt like it was a long time. It was a long time he was thanking people.
3: Yeah. I did have to go away from Yeah, I bet it was. Because I had to, to keep seven, fast.
2: Eight. I watched the whole thing, yeah. but I had to, I'm like, okay, G- click through, click through, click through.
3: Given my two minute attention span, I know I, I, I clicked on to other stuff at least twice while watching that, so it was at least four minutes long. Yeah, it was long. Yeah. It
2: was long. And here's here's the problem for him, just esthetically, for Shane Steichen, is that if you if all you got were cuts from that press conference, and the very first question was about just his you know his mindset with coaching, he where he was outlining his four pillars. You know, it seems like all these coaches nowadays have either an acronym or a philosophy. You know, yeah. D'Amico's got Swarm, Eberflus yeah. had Hits.
3: Yeah, uh, people like acronyms.
2: They, well, Shane Steichen has four pillars. They aren't necessarily okay. acronyms. But the problem with all the crying was that when he started answering questions, he was doing a lot of sniffing. And if you didn't know he was crying for the previous 10 minutes, then you would think that this guy is going to get pinched in a drug test at some point. Here is Shane Steichen On his four pillars.
1: They did an unbelievable job going through that process. And really my vision that I shared with them, um, I want to build this thing on four pillars. Our culture is going to be built on four pillars, and one's going to be character. Character is very important to me. We want to treat people with respect, and we want to feed the positive and weed out the negative. And number two is the preparation. I truly believe this. The separation in this league is in the preparation. How we prepare as a football team and an organization Monday through Saturday will ultimately dictate the outcome of a football game. Now, is it going to guarantee us a victory? No, but it's going to give us a fighting chance. I promise you that. And number three is consistency. We got to be consistent. And it starts with us as coaches being consistent with our message to the players and telling them exactly how we want it to look and how we want it to be done. And number four is relentless we got to be relentless in our pursuit to be the best. The best players, the best coaches I've been around are obsessed with their craft, and that's what we want to build here, and that's what we want to
3: get done.
2: Nine, nine sniffs in 58 <laughs> seconds. <laughs> the
3: know, guy's man. barely got a septum left anymore. My God. Yep. Yep. Look, at just take a look. <laughs> look at him. Look like a coked up Nick Foles up
2: there on the podium. He
3: looks like Nick Wright a little bit. Yeah. He,
2: looks he's, like Beck. He's he's got a <laughs> he's got like an aging stressed out Nick Wright look too. Like Nick Nick looks good on TV. He's got the long hair flow in these days. Seems mm-hmm. he's very happy because the Chiefs won the Super Bowl. Yeah. This seems like a version of Nick Wright that's like just got done with a bender, super stressed. He's yeah. actually worried about the quarterback situation with yeah. his team.
3: Yeah. It's, uh it's got to be tough though too. It, it, I think that he does he he looks kind of like a guy that drinks a, a boatload of coffee. Maybe back in the day he would have smoked a bunch of cigarettes too yeah. while they were game planning. Nobody does that anymore, obviously. Um but uh, between him and Gannon, they are probably both incredibly sleep-deprived, but not in a joyous way oh. as they showed up. You know, you do a Super Bowl. Oh, you yeah, stay this up all week, night, yeah. You stay up all night thinking about what you could have done differently to win the game. Yes. And you hate yourself because that's the way it works. And then all of a sudden you show up and you got to put on a happy face. That's, uh, that's a tough, that's tough. That's a lot to do. I think that my, my one thing about people with pillars – a lot of people I really respect have four pillars, or they use an acronym. Like, obviously, I really respect D'Amico, and I like his acronym, SWARM. Um, Except that I think the the basic, like, primary rule of any kind of presentation, philosophy, anything, is work in three. Groups of three Mm -hmm. is how humans can grasp three really, really well. When you get beyond three, it starts to lose its importance. The the pillars, the four pillars are incredibly seductive though to people that give presentations. They're mm. like, gosh, I've got these three things, but my God yeah. I really oh I just I just one more thing. How can I present it? Pillars, yeah. You know, like we all have out in front of our colonial homes somehow, right, yeah. Right, right. Pillars, yeah. yeah. Uh, there's the four pillars of life, four pillars of education, okay. Four pillars of uh, maritime law, four pillars <laughs> of a company, uh, four pillars gin. There's four pillars. All these different ways you can uh, you can wrap up uh, somebody's philosophy into four pillars. Cut one of those pillars down. Just make it three pillars, okay? Steichen, yeah. this is why you're going to fail in Indianapolis. Miserable. I have a
2: tripod of success.
3: Nick Foles is supposedly a tripod. That's what I've heard too. Yeah. yeah.
2: Seth just rattled all those pillars off off the top of his head, by the way. He was not looking at his computer. He's just <laughs> yeah. he's a big pillar enthusiast.
3: <laughs> Four pillars of Dominican life. I'm big into that. <laughs> yes. Um Four Pillars <laughs> of yeah. Cuba. Yeah. That's Dominican, the Catholic Dominican, not right. the uh not the actual the, not country, the Republic, Domin- uh, yeah. Dominican Republic.
2: Yep. So. All right. So um so that's what's going on in the AFC South today. Jim Ursay is uh is talking about quarterbacks and Shane Steichen is talking about pillars and he's sniffing his ass off uh during his answers because he couldn't Nobody stop sobbing. yeah 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 that's right he wasn't sobbing sorry he was mysteriously sniffing during all of his answers <laughs> sorry about that yes he went to the
3: bathroom was. three times during, the press, <laughs> during conference. the press conference so excuse me guys i guess to uh, collect my thoughts here yeah there.
2: yeah and he came back super hyped about bubba ventrone one time <laughs> it was really
3: weird i gotta tell you guys this city is awesome <laughs> the special team special Did you team. guys have the shrimp i hear the shrimp is incredible I can't wait till the combine. I can just, just I sleep at home during the combine. I can see why yeah, they I named Elmo. All. I can see why
2: is a saint. I can see totally why he's a saint. That shrimp cocktail. All right. Uh, 713-572-4610. That's the Trailer Wheel and Frame text page. Trailer Wheel and Frame. Yeah. Uh, let's shift gears. Hey, by the way, um, 945 today. We've been teasing this on social and on this show. Be listening. we got a big show announcement today at 945 uh, right is about the time we're doing the toss with the guys on In the Loop. So be listening at 945 today uh, for the uh, the big pain and Pendergast announcement. Um, up next, uh, rumors of a deal for another deal for another Houston Astro contract extension. The agent says it's not even close to true. I don't know if I totally believe this agent. We will tell you who it is, what the money amount is, and is it true or not. Next. <sighs>